Hey, praise the Lord. What a blessing today to be in the house of God, realizing that we cannot be idle. For Jesus said go. Thank God for you, Eric, and your ministry and choosing that song today and it's right in line with the message today. So we give God glory for all that he's doing in our midst. We give honor to God today in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's the one that called me into the ministry of the gospel today, and I want to thank him. I want to give him glory, honor, and praise. Thank God for Sister Angel leading us in devotion today and for the ministers who are here. We thank God for you and Brother Nate and Brother Calvin and Brother Nehemiah and Sister Lewis in her absence. We just thank God for his many blessings today. And thank God for all of you who are here today. Dwayne on the drums and for the ushers and for you being in our midst today. We just thank God for you. And know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And I say that and I want you to realize that, that many times we feel that we're overlooked or maybe people not watching, but God is watching. He knows all that we do for his kingdom and for his namesake. We're going to continue on this theme again, spiritually minded. We invite you to our Old Testament passage of scripture, Isaiah 55. And we're going to read again verses 6 through 9. When you find it, say amen. Isaiah 55 and verse 6. We read, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For New Testament passage of scripture today, we want to look at the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew chapter 25. We're going to begin reading in verse 34. Matthew chapter 25. We're going to begin reading at verse 34. When you find it, say amen. amen. Matthew's gospel, <clears throat> chapter 25. We're going to read verse 34. And it reads as follows. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. This morning, we want to share with us briefly from the subject, spiritually minded to give to others. Spiritually minded to give to others. Let us pray. Kind Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. Thank you, Lord, that you know all about us. You know our needs and you know our concerns, Lord. And you know about our future, Lord. And the Bible reminds us, Lord, that you know the end from the beginning, Lord. And for this today, we give you thanks and praise. 
Oh God, oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name. We thank you for who you are today and that you have named us as your people, Lord. We want to represent you in all that we do and say. Now, Father, bless me, your servant, as I share your word today, that we would gain something from this message that will help us and enable us to be better people for you, Lord. That we will use all that you give us, Lord, to give to others, oh Lord, that your name might be glorified right here on the earth, Lord. Now have your way. Open up our hearts and minds, oh God, that we might receive your blessings today from your word. Bless me, your servant, that I'll share your word, that your people might hear, understand, and be blessed. Have your way today. Bless us today, and we give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. And every heart said amen. Amen. Our subject today is spiritually minded to give to others. Spiritually minded to give to others. We've all experienced the blessing or the benefit of sharing. From the time we were young and in our early youth, we were challenged to share with others. And I can remember, and many of us may be able to remember a time when we were young and there was one toy in a toy box that was brand new and we wanted it and we wanted to play with it. And if we had a brother or sister or we were with our cousins, and we wanted to keep it to ourselves and they were like, well, I want to play with it. It's my turn. And we would get into an argument or whatever and start to fight and argue over it. And our parents would say, you know, no, you share. You play with it a little while and you give it to your cousin or your brother or your sister and let them play with it for a little while. Very early we learned a benefit of sharing. Today our subject is spiritually minded to give to others. And we learned that benefit that, you know, there was peace if there was no other benefit. That's the fact that there was peace and quiet in the room. Amen. We're talking about being spiritually minded to give to others. And as we grew up in life, we recognized that benefit of sharing was, was, was even more and more important. We went to school, we had to share with our classmates. We had to share with our teammates on our teams that we played on. We learned the benefit of sharing. Our classes were better when we shared with our classmates. If, if we had a pencil or two pencils or whatever, and, and school is starting, and teachers getting ready to start, they would say, hey, 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 give me a pencil. You'd be like, okay. You passed the pencil down, and that person had a pencil there after class and say, hey, man, thank you for letting me borrow that pencil. I couldn't find mine or whatever the case might be. There's a benefit in giving to others and in sharing. As we became adults, we recognized the same benefit, especially as we had families. And, you know, families do better when they share things. We may have to share a room with a brother or a sister. Or we have to share a meal with a friend or a family member. It is so good to share and the benefit of sharing is so much more than, a, than the, the actual value of that gift that you're sharing. It's so much more than the material, material value or the, the monetary value of that particular thing you're sharing. We recognize through life the benefit of sharing. But in the current society in which we live, we recognize that we live in such a materialistic society today. So many people only want to talk about what they have. And they want to talk about how hard, they, how hard it was for them to get it. They want to brag about what they have in their, in their, in their kitchen cabinets and in, in their driveway and in their garages. But today we want to talk about being spiritually minded to give unto others. 
And especially during this particular time in our society, in these economic times, we know that there are people right around us who may not have what we have. And sometimes they may not just have what they need. Some things we take for granted, they would think it is the greatest thing in the world. And as we learned on this weekend, uh, we were able to share with the people in our neighborhood the benefit of school supplies. And it may not have cost us much to buy a few pencils and a few notebooks. But for me, it was so rewarding to see the joy on the faces of the people who came and received something to know the benefit of giving to others. And even though many people in our society, they say, you know, you know, you got to hold on to what you have. Hold on up with the precious life because you don't know who's going to steal it or who's going to take it or, or how long you're going to have what you have. But I want us to know today that, that God wants us to think about his way because his way is so much better than man's way. As we read in our, in our Old Testament passage of scripture, the scripture says, seek the Lord where he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. To our God, for he will abundantly pardon. So many people seek this life and the things that this life has to offer. There are so many people who have all this world's goods, but they have no peace. They have no joy. They have no sense of purpose, no meaning in their lives because they have all these material things. They, it's like they don't have anything really to work for. They have a car for every day of the week. You know, it's interesting to pass by somebody's house and they have seven garage doors. And you have to realize that, man, they have a car for every day of the week. But, it, but what is the condition of their soul and their heart? They have all these things, but they still don't have peace. And God is saying here, seek me while I may be found. Call upon me while I'm near, because let the wicked forsake his way and unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord. He will abundantly pardon. In other words, he will give you the peace that none of these things can give you. He'll give you joy that none of these things in life can give you. And even as we were reading the Sunday school lesson this morning, talking about the, the joy of conquest, when you're really doing God's will, none of these other things really matter. You can, someone can offer you or bribe you or offer you things, and you can say, no, you know, I'm doing what God wants me to do. There's no salary package. No benefit package you can offer me because I'm doing God's will. And there's great joy and great sense of contentment and satisfaction in doing God's will. There's nothing that can, 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 can compare to doing God's will. There's nothing that can satisfy. There's nothing else that you can offer me in this life than doing God's will. And that's what we find when we're doing God's will. And it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Saints, we need to be spiritually minded and to think about the way God does things. So we can have the sense of peace and satisfaction right here on earth. And a part of that is being spiritually minded to understand that when we give to others, we're doing God's will. When we give sacrificially, not just about money itself or the material value of it, but really the Bible says that God loves a cheerful giver. And see, today I don't want us to look at me and say, you know, oh, that preacher talking about money again. No, it's not just about tithes or whatever, because tithing is, I mean, giving is so much more than just tithing. 
The Bible talks about tithes and offerings. See, the, a Christian, tithing shouldn't be a problem for a believer. If you're a Christian today, I shouldn't have to stand here and talk about tithing and preach to you over and over again about tithing. You should already do that. That's a part of your Christian experience because you believe and you're being obedient to God. But giving, God wants us to give out of the depths of our heart. Not because someone is making you give. If you give in grudgingly, then you ought to just keep it. Because you're not really allowing God's spirit to be a part of that giving. You should give liberally. The Bible says when you give like that, men will give to you good measure. Pressed down. Shaking together. You know, it don't stop there. It'll still be running over. Will men give to you? Because we give out of a good heart. And today we're talking about being spiritually minded to give to others. And I think today as we, we reflect on yesterday and, and on this weekend, how much we feel better when we give to others. When we share what we have, even a little thing like a, a pencil and a piece of paper can make such a difference in somebody's life. Giving makes a difference. And when we give to others, God is pleased and we are blessed. Let's look at our New Testament passage of Scripture today. There are three things in this passage of Scripture and a very familiar passage that I want us to think about. As we desire to understand how being spiritually minded, we're able to give unto others. The first thing I want us to see in this passage of Scripture is that we must see the blessing in giving. We must see the blessing in giving. We're talking about being spiritually minded here. Let's look beginning at verse 31 in Matthew chapter 25. It says, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. He will set the sheep on his right hand and the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. See, the first thing we must understand today about being spiritually minded to give to others is that we, we must see the blessing in giving. See, Jesus, on this particular, this is a, a vision of what judgment day is going to be like. And Jesus says, he, you're gonna, we're going to see him in all of his glory. We're going to see him in his splendor. We're going to see him as the very righteous son of God. What a day that's going to be, the songwriter said. When my Jesus I shall see. And I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. That's, a, that's going to be a beautiful day, saints. And today, we need to recognize that there's going to be a judgment day. And it's going to be all predicated on how we live down here in this world. And we need to see and understand the blessing in giving. Jesus says, as he separated the sheep from the goats, in verse 34, he says, Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you 
from the foundation of the world. See, there are, there are stipulations to every inheritance. In order to receive that inheritance, you got to meet the condition. In other words, you got to meet whatever the criteria might be. And if we want to see Jesus, we got to be born of the water and of the spirit. We must be born again, saints. And in the born again life, there are things that we do every day that show that we are part of the family of God. And today, one of those things I want to think about is the blessing in giving to others. Before he began to talk about what he, what he was doing, he said, come ye blessed of my father. In other words, you are blessed people, saints. When you are part of the family of God, you are blessed. And you need to know that. Don't judge yourself by what you see other people have. You don't know how they got it. But when you're doing the right thing the right way, you're a blessed person. And you need to see right away. Every time you look in the mirror, you need to recognize that you're a blessed person because you're a part of the family of God. Jesus announced that those who were on his right hand were blessed of his father. And they had an inheritance in the kingdom of God. See, I want to start this lesson today by letting you know that you're blessed. You're blessed just by being a part of the family of God. And then he goes on to describe why they're blessed. Look at verse 35. For I was hungry and you gave me food. Praise God. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. In other words, you gave me some hospitality. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. See, there's a blessing in giving, saints. When we do these kinds of things, there's a blessing attached to it. So many times we want our blessing right away. You want to give a dollar and receive a dollar. But no, no, no. When we are part of the family of God, God is having a stat sheet. He's taking note of everything. He's doing all the accounting. And we need to recognize when we give to others, God is taking notice of it, and there's a blessing in store for us. And there's a blessing that can't be measured here on earth. It's an eternal blessing. Jesus said, come inherit the kingdom that was prepared for you before the foundation of the world. We are blessed people, saints. Why? Because we've given unto others. For I was hungry and you gave. I was thirsty and you gave. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. See, those are action words, saints. We need to realize that when we're giving to others, it's making a difference. We're talking today about being spiritually minded to give to others. Let's look at Acts chapter 20 and verse 35. These are the words of the apostle. And he knows that his time on earth is about over. Acts chapter 20. We begin reading at verse 34. It says, yes, you yourselves know that these hands have provided for my necessities and for those who are with me. I have shown you in verse 35, in every way, by laboring like this, that you must support the weak and remember the words of, of the Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. 
She says we need to recognize right away that every, everything we do for others, that God is taking note of it. And there's a blessing when we give to others. No matter how hard you work or whatever you do, take some time in your life to make sure that you're giving to others because it's a reward for you and for those around you. And we know that Apostle Paul was a man who worked. I believe the Bible says he was a tent maker. He used his hands and also he used his, his, his faith in sharing the gospel with others. And in all of that time, he used He knew that he had a reputation of giving to others. He didn't use his status as one of the greatest ministers in all of gospel, of all of written gospel history to say, you know, I'm the biggest man in town. I got, all, I got the most um, books in the New Testament and everybody's going to be talking about me for years and years. But no, he said, he remember, he wants you to remember that in my ministry, I gave to those in need. Because I remember what Jesus said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Saints, we need to recognize there's a blessing. And we must see the blessing in giving. The second thing in this passage of scripture today I want us to recognize is that we must see the need in giving. We must see the need in giving. Let's look at beginning at verse 37 in Matthew 25 again. After Jesus told uh, those who were on his right hand that they were going to inherit the kingdom prepared for them before the foundation of the world, they looked at him and said, you know, Lord, in verse 37, then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? See, we must recognize that, that there are people all around us who need help. And it's so easy to get up in the morning, go to work, get off, you know, stop by the dry cleaners and go home and do that cycle over and over again and never see the suffering around us. But there are people all around us every day that we live that need our help. And we need to open our eyes, our spiritual eyes, and see the needs around us. But these, 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 these sheep who were on the right hand, they were like, Lord, I don't remember that. I don't remember seeing you hungry and feeding you. I don't remember seeing you thirsty and giving you something to drink. I don't remember seeing you on the side, you know, naked. And I don't remember you being, a, I don't remember seeing you as a stranger. I think I would have, I thought I would have recognized you, Lord. But so many people today just go through life ignoring the needs of people all around them. And I recognize that we have issues, you know, we don't want to give to, you know, the town drunk, you know, who who gonna take our five dollars and go get a 40 ounce or whatever. Or the person who's on drugs or cocaine and say, you know, can I have a quarter? And you know what they're gonna do with it. But there are other people who genuinely have needs. And we know they have needs. But yet we pass by them and say, well, I don't have time. We need to see the need in giving and do something about it. These these righteous people said, Lord, when did we see you hungry? Because I don't remember. When did we see you thirsty? 
When were you naked? And we, when, when, when did we do all of this? But evidently, they had done it so because they saw the need. They saw somebody and they did something about it. We're talking about being spiritually minded to give to others. Let's look at 1 John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. See that we need to see the needs around us. 1 John chapter 3, verse 16 says, By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for the brother. But whoever has his world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. That's how we ought to love one another, saints. By allowing ourselves to see the needs around us and share and try to meet that need, try to do something about it. And so many times we say, well, you know, I don't know anybody or I don't see anybody. Well, you know, you heard of the Red Cross? Just sending you a $5 a month donation would make a huge difference. Because we just think we, you know, sometimes we want to be detached from those needs. We don't want to see those needs. Well, that's all right. You can still do something. We need to make sure that we see the need in giving. Let's let, let's let the love of God that's within us be used without us, on those around us, so they too can experience the love of God. Today we're talking about being spiritually minded to give to others. The third thing and the last thing I want us to see in this message today is what we must see Christ in giving. We must see Christ in giving. Let's look again at Matthew 25, beginning at verse 40. After these, these sheep on, 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 on God's right hand said, you know, asked the question, when did we see you, Lord? We didn't, we don't, I don't remember seeing you. Then Jesus says to them in verse 40, and the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, depart from me, you curse into everlasting fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in, naked and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison, you did not visit me. See, we need to recognize and see that Christ is there. Whenever we see somebody in need, that's Christ. He made all of us, right? Though we always want to say we are all our father's children. And when God made, made Adam, he breathed into the, into the breath of life and man became a living soul. So God says all souls are mine. We need to see that there's Christ in everyone. And God and everyone, if we just want to ignore everybody, then, then literally we're ignoring Jesus Christ. We're just turning a deaf eye and a deaf ear to, to God himself. Going about doing our own thing and doing it our own way. But we need to be spiritually minded today to see that when we give to others, we're literally giving to Christ. And so after he said this, after he told the, the, his his followers and those who are going to inherit uh, the kingdom of God, 
He turns to those and says, and says, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, you did it unto me. You didn't know that I was that person who was sick and you visited them. You didn't know that I was that person who was hungry and you fed him. You didn't know I was that person who was thirsty and you gave him something to drink. That was me. That's what Jesus is going to say to those of us who make it into the everlasting kingdom of God. But then he's going to turn to those on his left. And he's going to say to them in verse 42, For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. And then they will also answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry? Or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you. Then he will answer them, saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. See, we don't want to hear Jesus say that. We don't want him to turn us away into everlasting darkness because we didn't give unto others. Because we didn't take our time and our talent and our energy and share that with somebody else. Can you imagine all the people in life right now that, that, that need what you have? Even your wisdom and your knowledge. You want to hold on to it and Take it to the grave. No, we need to give unto others because God gave unto us. And it says in verse 46, and these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into ever into eternal life. Saints, we need to be spiritually minded to give unto others. We need to see the benefit of giving because when we give to others, we're literally giving to Christ. Let's look at Proverbs 19 and 17. It says it in no uncertain terms. Proverbs 19 and 17 says, He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord. What a blessing. And he will pay back what he has given. See, whenever you give to others, you're not just giving to that person. You're literally giving to God. And you know, God, he's not a stingy God. Amen. He's going to give you something back. Now, we see so many people who take advantage of Christianity today. And, you know, if you give or sow a seed in this ministry or sow a seed over here, they promise you this and that. But you're not really giving to God if you give to people who already have. Help me, Holy Ghost. I was looking, my sister was showing me a video on, online and there were these people throwing money, and these preachers were walking all over and saying, whatever money I touch, that person's going to be blessed. I said, Lord, have mercy. They're just taking advantage of the people. But God says, when you give to the poor, that's when you're lending to God. We're talking about being spiritually minded to give unto others. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever you sow, that's what you're going to also reap. So when you give to others, you're giving to God. Let's look at another passage of Scripture, James chapter 1, and see what true religion is all about. James chapter 1 and verse 26 says, If anyone among you thinks he is religious... 
and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. See, saints, that's real religion, saints. That's genuine faith. That's really given to others. Not all of this, this stuff for, for, that everybody can see you giving. <laughs> Trying to make a name for yourself and put your name on the side and, and everybody pass by and say, this is what I, be holy, this is what I gave. My, my grandmama gave this. And we always going to have our name sitting up in here where everybody can see what I, help me, Lord Jesus. That's not true giving, saints. But when we genuinely give, we give to the poor. We give to those who are genuinely in need. And there's nothing wrong with, 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 uh, with giving, you know, because there, there are some fundraisers that we, we need to put our name on the list. But when we truly want to give to God, we give to those who need it most. And that's what pure religion is. Not being the first one put down a deposit and everybody know it. And I gave 5,000. Oh, help me, Lord. So many people try to make that, make that their, their calling in life, uh, to say that they're truly a, a true churchman or true churchwoman. Uh, they want to sit on the front row with all their hats and Sean John and then let everybody see their shiny new Stacey Adams. That's not true giving. True giving is what the scripture says. It's given to the orphans and the poor and the fatherless. And those who really need it. That's the kind of giving I want to see at Shadydale. That's the kind of giving I want to see in your Christian life. Because not only will you benefit from it literally, but your soul, your spirit will be revived. And you will know that you have done something for eternal weight and glory. That's the kind of giving I want to have. We're talking today about being spiritually minded to give unto others. As I close this message, think about the gift that Jesus gave. For the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Saints, that's the kind of giving that you and I have benefited from. Our whole lives have been transformed and changed because we believe in what Jesus gave. He gave his life so that you and I could live. Today, as we stand together, I want us to recognize today and see the benefit in giving to others. Let's be spiritually minded today. Spiritually minded to give to others. I pray you understood the message today.